If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of Unlocked is brought to you by PUBG Mobile. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Unlocked. It's IGN's weekly Xbox show. Plenty to talk about here in the heart of Q4. Red Dead Redemption 2 is out and is off to a red-hot start. We'll talk all about that, what we're thinking of it, and a lot more. Uh, Plus, some news on Xbox Game Pass. It is going to be available to a lot more people pretty soon. News on when you can play Battlefield 5's Battle Royale mode. It is uh, coming maybe a little later than you might have guessed. All that and a lot more. A reminder, you can see us early here on IGN, unlocked.ign.com to be exact. Every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Catch us on YouTube, podcast services, everywhere else. On Wednesday, our sort of usual day, Wednesday afternoon. So, Ryan McCaffrey here, Destin Legary. Bam! Hi, Internet. Whoa, charged up. I'm trying something new. That's your new new opener? That's your new go-to? Yeah, it works in audio and video form. Can you do it again? (laughs) Bam! Hi, Internet. I like okay. We'll give it a try. <laughs> Brandon Tyrell, good luck following that. I'm gonna give you fifty percent Destin. <laughs> All right, bam. <laughs> and Miranda Sanchez. Um, hello. I've returned from the Wild West. Um, Hi. Hi, welcome back. I Where does that land my, on the Bama meter? I don't, I don't know. I'm not even gonna try. Yeah. They both like, have I coffee. Can't. I had my coffee hours ago. I can't summon that energy yet. No, um, I've taken off my cowboy hat, put away my boots, put on a cute skirt. Here now we're gonna we're gonna talk about the, that uh, good time in those Wild West adventures though. That is certainly the topic of the of the week, as it should be. We've been waiting so long for this video game, yeah. and it's finally here. And uh, so f- I'll start with the fact that it's off to an enormous start, which is totally expected. Rockstar doing what all companies do, spinning things a little bit to make it look little, as good. Because what, what's, what's, what's funny though is yeah. they're spinning it to make it look good versus themselves mm-hmm. yeah so you remember yeah, like they're competing with gta 5 did a billion dollars worth of revenue in three days well uh red dead redemption 2 only got to 725 million but they're nevertheless calling it the biggest opening weekend in entertainment history because gta 5 came out on a tuesday yeah. <laughs> and it did those it did its billion dollars during the regular Monday through Friday week, but nevertheless, uh, you know, huge, huge numbers here. The uh, biggest entertainment launch period of 2018, so that wow. includes film or anything else. Wow, bigger than Infinity War. That's nuts. 
Yeah, and it's that is wild. Uh, we don't we don't have a number yet on the the actual number of copies sold, but I'm sure as they hit big milestones, they're not going to be shy about oh, sharing. Yeah, them. yeah. Uh, whether it's you know ten million, twenty. I bet million. they're big numbers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what. Seven, I mean, seven twenty-five a lot. Yeah, you can you can try to do the math. I mean, the, the, there were some expensive collectors editions uh-huh. of uh, of Red Dead that you know helped build that seven hundred twenty-five million dollar number up. But nevertheless, yeah, it's. Uh, but a few of those collectors really well. editions didn't actually come with the game, so. <laughs> I think they they might still count though, right? I don't know. Yeah, I, actually, I would presume. I, yeah, I don't That's know how that true. works. I don't know. I don't know it if doesn't it matter. Toward game sales or matter. just overall profit. Point is, uh, we this gave the game. Big. Yeah, yeah, we gave it a ten out of ten, which doesn't mean perfect. It means masterpiece. Uh, the rest of the industry largely agreeing. Critics, uh, the overall, the Metacritic average is sitting at ninety-seven, tying it for the highest all-time with GTA Five. Oh, really? Uh, I think o- Zelda: Ocarina of Time, or maybe Breath of the Wild, was right there too. But yeah, it's. Uh, been received very well. Yeah. I have to say, though, if you're one of the people out there not enjoying it, I do understand why. And I think it's the pacing mm-hmm. is slow. But for me, even for me, it was a little slow getting into it. But once you sort of accept, oh, I get what Rockstar is going for. They want you to be totally immersed in this so, world and then get into it. You're like, oh, OK, I get it. I like this. I think toward the end of the first chapter, I started falling asleep. Yeah. Like, actually, I think because we had been working so hard. And I was holding my controller, and I was just like almost nodding off when you're finally getting out of that first chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, that never happens again. Mm-hmm. So it's just if that was something that threw you off at the beginning, mm. yeah, not. I had the same experience. Not the not the falling asleep part, yeah. thankfully. But <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, it's, it's you know, a few weeks. it is a very it ramps up. It's yes. a very mm-hmm. deliberate opening, and I see like. I'm not a game designer, but like I see why they made the choices they right. made. Mm-hmm. Um, I could because I could see how like it's in in GTA games before five. I think it, from four back, you just got thrown into the, yeah. mm-hmm. open, the open world, world straight up. Like GTA three was the last that they where you could only go in that first sort of third, and then the other sections of the world opened up mm-hmm. the more you progressed in the story. But yeah, like. I could see how in specifically in this world, in the Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. 2 world, just straight throwing you into the whole thing could be extraordinarily overwhelming. So. Like th- this trailer is all action and events and dialogue, but a lot of it's slow. It's riding your horse to the next location and, you know, hopefully using cinematic mode and enjoying the beautiful vistas that they have on display. Yeah. And by the way, I played through the whole game in 4K on an X. Looks gorgeous. Looks amazing on the Xbox. Um, uh, Digital Foundry, their analysis, uh, definitely the X is the best platform to be playing this game on. Good win for Xbox. Uh, Brian Altano, uh, one of our awesome hosts, who uh, he's on NBC. He co-hosts up at noon with Max Scoville. He actually, he and I streamed Red Dead on my Xbox One X, Mm -hmm. the, the day the review hit, which was the day before the game came out mm-hmm. and he by the end of it he he was like i think he said it on the air and then to me privately he said, yeah. <laughs> i i think i might just throw out the 10 hours i've done on ps4 and switch to the x yeah and then he went out and did it he went out he went out he went out and bought an xbox one x yeah. and he did it with that cool deal where you can 
what is it? The the bundle for RDR two is a hundred dollars off. It's a ridiculous yeah. trade in. But mm -hmm. if you trade in your original uh, Xbox One, you, you get, get something like two hundred dollars yeah. credit. So you're essentially getting RDR two. So they 2. gave him fifty dollars and all that stuff. <laughs> Almost, I guess. Basically. Almost. You're but. basically getting RDR two and Xbox One X and then whatever else comes in the in the bundle for like 200 bucks it's an amazing something like that deal. it's not what it's yeah. a really good deal if, yeah if you upgrade even just for a, a console you can turn in your old one and get i a don't huge know discount. how they're still in business <laughs> yeah. company, but that is yeah. neither here nor there um i say that tongue-in-cheek yeah. go to the store this i had yeah. to start on ps4 because of how we were able to distribute the codes yeah. Yeah. and i would just as soon as you and i were able to do the thing we had to do uh, <laughs> we, you have to do all this. Just, you have to do this account. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about How it. We'll talk about you it. have Ooh. to do this let's, account. Uh, let's it's just on. complicated anyway. like, account thing. Um, anyway, we set it up and I'm like, oh, thank God I can play on Xbox. And I, I was in heaven. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people are thinking as a quick tangent, like, well, I already have an Xbox one. New consoles are already in development. We're going to see them soon. This is actually the time of the generation where the one X really sort of earns its money back. Yeah, right? I agree. It's we, like we've we, talked about it before too, like how playing on like the original Xbox with some of these games is just, you hear it chugging. Mm -hmm. like you hear oh, it's, yeah. it's struggling a little bit. It's trying its best. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's definitely like worth that if you want to make sure your Xbox is doing okay. Also, just because it's going to look better. Well, always towards the end of the generation, games start pushing the limit of what the tech can do. Look at GTA 5. Yeah. 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 Red Dead with, with uh, if you have the disc, it comes with two discs. Crazy like that, that? That's every console. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's two discs. It's crazy. Did anybody here ever even consider getting this a physical copy of this, or do you all go digital? I have a two terabyte external hard drive, right? So I'm happy to just be digital. I get from work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so that work actually, choice. we got discs. Did you go with the no, disc? No, I didn't get a disc. I got a code. Di digital, digital. Yeah, I, I, I got to go too. But I, I don't really buy physical media anymore. I don't either. Oh. But it might be a San Francisco thing because we have no space right. here. We have no room to put yeah. games discs <laughs> yeah. anymore. It's yeah. It's less about that and more just like in that ecosystem. Um, I mean, I get it. We're very, very, us four here are a very fringe case, sure. right? Mm -hmm. I have a One X at home, but I also have one at work. So I can buy something at home and then I don't have to think about taking the disc to work, right? right? right. Everything, yeah. everything uploads. I come Having to work, I, library I keep awesome. going. A weird, very important factor for me too, because it's just like, do I have to lug this console back and forth down um, to install it? Like that, yeah. that was my thing with Red Dead because it is so huge. I almost wish I had a disc. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. It's fine. Having just moved, I am so ready to get rid of so much stuff. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. why do I have all of these? I think I mainly just wanted a disc because the the, the case looked so nice. Uh, okay, I get that. A lot of people do appreciate that, yeah, that too. It, yeah. yeah, So I want to I want to go into... now. We can now finally talk about this video game. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's... Uh, many people are playing it. We're playing it. So... Miranda, I know you've been uh, you're on the job with this game, trying to yep. trying to make the guide to help people uh, as they as they run into things they're curious about. But how are you guys? Like, tell me some stories from from the frontier. Like, what have you guys been up to in this game? Okay, well, I mainly I mainline the game. <laughs> I mainline okay. the game. I played good, so I did not play evil. Um, and some of my favorite missions involve some of the stuff we saw in the trailer mm -hmm. with, I don't know her name, Braithwaite, I want to say, her, the old lady house. Do you, do you know what her name is? I Miranda? know what you're talking about, and that okay. could be a spoiler. As someone who's never in the trailer. Hasn't played yet. Okay. Tre well, there's any, any, of the, yeah. any of the scenes that involve fire. Yeah. 
So there's a lot of things where you end up lighting stuff on fire and just seeing the fire dynamics within this world and how like stuff will start catching on fire. And it happens in a few different missions mm. where um, I'll just I'll just be in a fight and literally a house or something on the side will start on fire and burn down. <laughs> and it's just it's just kind of cool to see the world uh, react naturally like that in yeah. the fire, the way the fire propagation. Fire yeah, propagation. yeah, fire mm-hmm. propagation. Like in uh, Far Cry 2. As if Mitch Dyer were still here, he'd bring up Far Cry <laughs> Like in Far yeah. Cry 4 <laughs> and 5. <laughs> uh, the train robberies are phenomenal. Like, those are really, really cool moments where you can, like, jump on a train and, and rob a train. I haven't like, be- stuff beating up, beating people up and be like, give me your money faster. I love stuff like that. Yeah. And that's playing good. good guy. I, I am playing good. Uh, a, random, a random thing that happened, uh, there was a train robbery in progress, and I walked up on it, and I'm like, nah, killed everybody. <laughs> and then I think I killed a few innocent people on accident, unfortunately. I thought you said it was a on good accident. <laughs> Not on purpose. Oh, that's fine. They'll understand. Yeah. 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 And then I looted them. And I, so oh, okay. I was getting good cowboy points for the bad guys, but then I looted somebody who wasn't. A cow, evil Wait, is there, so, is there a paragon system? Sort of, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. even, but even if you loot I don't know if I like that. bad guys, you still lose your good guy points. But I got good cowboy points for looting the bad guys. What? I don't know. Yeah. Every time I've killed someone who's tried to kill me <laughs> and I loot them, they're like, this... no, no, you don't. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> they tried to kill me. No, no bad cowboy. Give me their money. <laughs> this is sounding more and more like Westworld. <laughs> I, I feel like I stole Miranda's thunder though, Miranda. What, what have been your experiences in the game world? Mine have been very strange because like we said, that I'm working on the wiki and mm-hmm. this is to give you guys context, this is the first guide we've ever done where everyone on, on the Wiki's team is working on one game. Mm-hmm. Like That's never happened in the history of IGN. Yeah. Uh, so it's just that massive. And because of that, we are all very segmented on what we're doing. So like my job is essentially scraping the map and getting all collectibles and like secrets. Oh, like crawl into tight spaces. Yeah, and, so it's yeah. like I am... Fun. If there's a point on the map, I'm going there. <laughs> your, your character must look <laughs> so, disgusting right now. No, I, I, I I've been in the map. wilderness for 12 days. <laughs> Sometimes. But look at all these animal skulls. I keep them, <laughs> okay, actually, I've done a lot of hunting. Hmm. Um, I have not really played the story at all. I'm still in chapter two of like five or something. So I'm still super early on. Um, I don't know the characters very well. I'm ignoring all their requests. <laughs> and so it's really weird. Like the way I've approached this has been strange, but I'm really enjoying my time in it anyway. Mm. Um, I really love how all the animals react. Like I guess I've spent a lot of time in these places and getting to know other people outside of the camp. And um, everyone's so mean. <laughs> like these farmers don't like you on their property. <laughs> the, the stable hands are pretty nice. Yes, yeah, so yeah, stable hands would be nice really if you cool. find them. Yeah. But the actual farmers, oh, yeah. um, so there are these things called cigarette cards, and yeah. there are 144 of them throughout the Oh, game. my God. And you can get them from premium cigarette card packs, or you can find each individual card somewhere in the world. And I'm making sure we get all of them. Oh. By, by so, premium card pack, what does that mean? So premium cigarette pack. So cigarette, it's like collectible cards. So there's just normal cigarette packs, but there's premium ones, and those oh, premium okay. ones come with cigarette cards. But this isn't anyway. a, like a microtransaction thing. No. Okay. Thing when you, you said find, premium, I was like, oh no, no, no I have no, to no. spend these are the, doubloons. These are good or? cigarettes. No. Because more, I think. <laughs> the good cigarettes, Miranda. <laughs> yeah, these are those. I don't know. It's premium. <laughs> and so, uh, so I was trying to. I saw one, and so I, I was trying to get it on the farm, and then the farmer just like. Get off my property. Like, I'm warning you now. Yeah. Get off like, my land. I got a shotgun. I'm sorry. God, I just like popped a cap in him, grabbed the car, and ran off. <laughs> I've never heard, like, you, don't want I've never heard you say popped a cap in him. And I, that, I didn't realize I needed that in my life. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, my adventures have been really weird. 
Um, I have a nice little hunting guide if you need one of those. I know a lot of secrets. I know the heartlands like the back of my hand. I can tell you where to find all the animals and where to find mint if you need it or oregano or (laughs) yarrow. Yarrow is freaking everywhere in the heartlands. Um, Where, Where can someone go to find all that information? You can go to IGN.com slash wiki slash Red Dead Redemption 2, and there's a bunch of dashes between Red Dead Redemption 2. Give us a Please. tip on money. What is one of the most profitable items you can harvest? So one of the most profitable things you will find in the world are gold bars. And there's one mm. that you can find within the first... <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Shocking. Okay. <laughs> the first uh, like few minutes that you get into chapter two, you can go find one, but... Um, we're holding off on talking about that now before we were like, you guys got to go sell this to get $500 immediately because it's Mm -hmm. really helpful. Um, But we found that there's an exploit that you can get to get 30 gold bars potentially. So um, I'm not going to say where it is just in case. So that way you can maybe exploit it to get very rich very fast <laughs> keep an eye on the wiki well yeah, so we are we are constantly updating like seriously please 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 yeah go it there like, it's it's been my life <laughs> <laughs> well i've been uh i i had yeah. said when the game came in i was like i'm gonna think i'm gonna play black hat because i just like to yeah. see how the game reacts to that how was that gone ryan and so suddenly <laughs> my tina was like all right you're doing do as much evil stuff as you can and record it all i was like Oh, okay, no. well, na- I guess now I have to. So uh, I have done some dark things I'm not proud of. Uh, a guy, I was just riding my horse to a from one spot to another, and out in the middle of nowhere, a guy was needed help. He, he was just off the path, and he was yelling for help, and he just said, "Sir, I'm so I'm completely turned around and lost. Could you just direct me to the town of Strawberry?" And well, I could. But I just told him to F off with the dismiss button. <laughs> and then as he grumpily walked away, I took out my bow and arrow. Oh, not quietly, even the gun. Not even the gun. And just put an arrow right in the back of his head and then looted his body. So it's that kind of thing that's going on. Do you have like crazy bounties on you? In a couple places. <laughs> yeah. In a so couple. I'm so curious because I'm not playing that way at all. Like, of course, I just be nice so i it's always nice to see how things change because like when you're yeah. good you get discounts at stores and stuff and how, so, how nice <laughs> yeah. well i mean if you just hold up the stores and you whatever you want i guess that i guess that's <laughs> true but um i'm trying to do most of my despicable deeds without witnesses okay. so that just Smart. so that there that's aren't really as hard. many consequences <laughs> yeah and then if there is a witness i just chase them down and kill them and drag their body <laughs> off the road so, that's, that's what i heard is like the, you can get into these situations where you get chain witnesses yeah. where like yeah. you kill someone and then you got to kill the witness and then someone sees that so you got to kill that witness and so then yeah. and then you're it's, covered in blood it's dark yeah. i also do that but you also get covered in blood when you're hunting oh yeah so you know <laughs> You definitely do. It gets all sure like when you put the right. put the animal over your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. You all the, if you kill somebody like an animal, and then yeah. So I actually just murdered three people, and um, I didn't <laughs> get any blood them? on me when I, I picked them up and put them over okay. um, behind some bushes, little mm-hmm. way, way farther away from the road, so nobody would investigate. If we no could way. isolate that clip completely out of context <laughs> and then just post it on the internet, so no one knows people. she's talking about a video game. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I, I had one like legitimately like a, a, a mini jump scare the other day uh if you'll know when you get there if you do the the black bell mission which mm-hmm. is the, you, you don't need any more context than that but it's in a marshy swampland and by the time the mission was over it was nighttime so i'm riding out it's pretty dark there's some cool like moonlight 
but it's just this marshy swampland, and I just riding riding my horse out of there, and there was a there was a hanged corpse mm. dangling from a tree, and I was like, oh. whoa, that's weird. So I wanted to stop. And I was like, all right, maybe I guess can I cut him down, or maybe do I have to do the to shoot him down like like a, like it's a movie, <laughs> like the Robin Hood. You, you can shoot the them down, yeah, yeah, and you can by the way, yeah. totally shoot them down. Of course you can. So, but as I'm like tr- about to get off my horse, I'm like next to the body, like looking at it. Uh, three guys just run it, ambush me, and they're they're uh, the the I forget the the night night men or some. They had like a oh that's creepy weird little gang name. Wait, but night K N or night N. Uh, N I T E. Oh, okay. uh, probably because they're all illiterate at this in eighteen ninety nine. <laughs> Got it. But um, yeah, they just started running up, dragged me off my horse, and started stabbing me. Oh my oh, god! So, <laughs> and then I learned that when you. Uh, so I got up, you know, did the B button mash to get him, get the guy off me. Uh, and then when I learned, didn't know this until this point, when you press trigger at point blank range with your gun in your hand, it just does a, a right gun to the temple and you pull the trigger and it's yep. real, real gross. There, there are a few story missions where people rush me and I'd be like, bah! and then I always use a shotgun. So their head's just gone. <laughs> it's just like, pop. Yeah. So, uh, so I killed those guys and then, uh, I shot the, shot the hanged body down and there was a, there was a, a note on him. Basically. Yeah. It was crazy. So yeah, that's the kind of weird stuff that just happens. I say that, that environmental storytelling is phenomenal. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of great, just like emergent events. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the only story that I have, I I have because I was watching John Ryan play. Oh, and John Ryan is just a uh, like a grizzly mountain man in that game. Yeah. And he's got a long beard, he, like almost the longest. I think he's one tick away. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's I, been using I 100% the, believe hair, that. Hair but I, I'm watching him uh, when they were doing wiki work, and he was just like riding through the field, and he saw a wagon, and because John Ryan is history's greatest monster, he killed the dude in the wagon for no reason other than he was there. <laughs> Uh, of course. And then in, we're, I'm like, hey, what's in that wagon? So we're looking in the wagon. It's just a bunch of baskets full of onions. Like there's just an <laughs> yeah. onion farmer just riding down the street. And JR was like, wait a minute. And then throws a Molotov cocktail or whatever it was in the back of the wagon. Spook- fire bottle? Fire bottle, maybe. Yeah. Spooks the horses. The horses take off. The he wagon's gets, on fire. He gets back on his horse. And now we're just chasing this flaming wagon, this flaming <laughs> onion wagon. Uh, down the road while the horses are freaking out, terrified. It eventually all the way, all the onions spill out. The wagon breaks down, and it, it was it was just hilarious to be like chasing this thing through the countryside. All right, well, uh, there's many more stories like that out there. Um, Altano and I did some dark stuff in our live stream, which you can watch on YouTube or IGN the the archive of it. So go look at that. Go look at all of. Miranda and the team's excellent wiki work. Destin's been working on video features. And yeah, yeah and it's, uh, it's crazy gotta, out there. I actually have to give Mark Medina a shout out. Mark's yeah. been doing yeah, Mark's most of the great. feature work. I've been helping with wikis doing the entire yeah. walkthrough. My features are going to start rolling out this week. Um, Fantastic. Also, yeah. quick shout out. If you guys have questions about Red Dead Redemption 2, please tweet at IGN wikis because that's like our helpline. Also, that's where we just tweet goofy stuff. So if you have anything that you're having trouble with, like we can either direct you to the right page or we will hunt down the answer for you. Excellent. This episode is sponsored by PUBG Mobile. PUBG Mobile is the official mobile version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, featuring highly intuitive and customizable controls. One of the very best mobile games available, it's also free to play. Enjoy eye-popping graphics, super smooth controls, and a variety of exciting play modes. Survive pulse-pounding 100-player battles on a remote island filled with danger 
and opportunity. Make your way through sprawling rural and urban environments as you scavenge weapons, vehicles, and supplies inside a relentless, shrinking battle zone. Mix it up with different play modes that include teaming with up to three other players in squad matches. Play war mode, mini zone, and quick matches for fast-paced arcade-style play. Drop in, gear up, and stay alive as long as you can. No Techie declares PUBG Mobile, quote, the daddy of Battle Royale. Defeat every player, stay in the zone, and before you know it, you'll be shouting your victory cry, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Download the official mobile version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds for free. Go to your Android or iOS app store and type P-U-B-G Mobile. Collect a special reward using the link and promo code provided in the episode description. Play now. So, news-wise this week, while we're on the topic of Rockstar, uh, an interesting quote from Rockstar uh, co-founder Dan Hauser, who says in an interview with GQ uh, that they're glad to not be releasing GTA 6 right now. So let me give you the context for this. He says, quote, it's really unclear what we would even do with GTA 6, let alone how upset people would get with whatever we did. Both intense liberal progression and intense conservatism are both very militant and very angry. It is scary, but it's also strange, and yet both of them seem occasionally to veer towards the absurd. Uh... It's hard to satirize for those reasons. Some of the stuff you see is straightforwardly beyond satire. It would be out of date within two minutes. Everything is changing so fast. That's really true, too. Right now, it's in at least the political landscape. No matter what beliefs you hold, like it's stranger than fiction. See, I respectfully disagree with Hauser on this because, and here's why. I'm going to give give him a compliment. the Hausers and their writing team, as uh, we look at some GTA Five, if you're watching us with us on video here, like that writing team, the Hausers and their crew, they have shown over the course of the entire Grand Theft Auto series, particularly the last few, but uh, that th- they're 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 very very good at finding the humor within the times, and so I, I just think he's not giving himself and and their team enough credit for the fact that they. I mean, yes, I do agree that reality uh, is oftentimes funnier and stranger than fiction these days. But, but at the same time, the, the, the GTAs have been – they are satirical snapshots in time. Mm-hmm. Like if you go back to GTA 4 now, like it's, it's very much a uh, – the rise of the smartphone era and sort of everything around that and how the, the internet sort of changed – culture and whatnot and and five i think will in another few years will be looked at kind of back on the this the same way as sort of this pre, you know pre pre where we are now kind of kind of look and whatever whatever and whenever gta 6 is i'm sure it will do a great job of capturing the spirit of 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 uh pop culture in that time too mm-hmm. I get what he's saying. Like, I understand why he wouldn't want to be doing satire right now because it could be really divisive as opposed to, like, something everybody can sort of laugh yeah. about, like the way GTA uh, 5 did. Right. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's good that Red Dead's coming out right now because it takes place so far in the past and maybe in a few years when uh, hopefully things sort of calm down in the political space a r- little bit. 
uh, it'll be easier for them to write and look back. Right? There's this comedian, Norm MacDonald, who I, who I like a lot, who actually said that uh, making fun of the stuff in the political sphere right now, it's just too easy, and yeah. everybody's doing it. Like, all the comedians are doing it right now, and it's just it's just low-hanging fruit. Right. And I think Rockstar likes to dive more into satire. That's true. And, and when it's not fun for everybody, it's really not that fun. Yeah. You know? I, Go ahead. Eh, just yeah. good satire and good humor is really hard to accomplish, and I think when things are as bad as they are right now, it's it's hard to do that. And I think I respect them for saying, "Hey, this is not something we can really poke fun at because it's very extreme and it's very real." Yeah, and there's not really a good angle you can take here. And I think that's a good thing to say. It's like maybe this is not the thing you make jokes about. Yeah, so I agree with you <clears throat> that Rockstar is great at satire, and I here's the thing: is that in order for satire to be really effective, there has to be some level of subtlety or nuance to it. True. And right now, there's nothing subtle or nuanced about what's happening. So what what satire becomes at that point is just cartoonish slapstick. Mm-hmm. So th- there were times in, in GTA 5 and even in GTA 4 where things were like a little too on the nose. And you're, it was like, all right, that's pushing it, you know? Um I think that line, if not blurred, is just completely removed in a GTA 6 that releases in these times. Yeah. I think there isn't enough depth or, uh, again, nuance to the situations going on right now that warrant satire. It's just bold face out there for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. And I don't think comedy needs to appeal to everyone. I think comedy inherently can't appeal to everyone. And that's the thing. is like You have to take a side on stuff. Like, so I, I to- It's political. You can't just say... Well, we can appeal to everybody. I, I, I totally understand what he means by, uh, can you imagine the controversy that would be courted by a GTA 5 that both skewers conservative politicalism and liberal politicalism like right now? Like with, with you know, what he was saying, how militant it is. That is not something that I think, obviously GTA 6 would be fine. Like they would sell. Sell, so, yeah. Mm. It would, yeah, it's, it would, yeah. It, would it would do well. It would do fine. Yeah. But the amount of heat it would get and the amount of blowback it would get from everybody because mm-hmm. you can't make comedy that appeals to everyone. I mean, I'm sure there's an example out there, maybe the Peanuts cartoons or Archie, <laughs> I don't know. But like, if you're making something like this, you can't, you can't appeal to both sides. Yeah. And so I, mean, I, the, I, I think <clears> if anyone some. could, they, they probably could. But yeah, I, I'm glad he took this stance also, Brandon. Mm. Yeah, the... Uh, I think we've talked a little bit about this before, but I think it's fair to say that, I mean, realistically, we will not see Grand Theft Auto 6 for probably another five years. Mm-hmm. So when That's, did when did 5 launch? Do you know? 2013, five years ago. So, I think yeah. we were going to go 10 years between Grand mm-hmm. Theft Auto games. I mean, they yes, they've continued to support and evolve Grand Theft Auto Online. I don't want to discount mm-hmm. that to just say that, that, it's huge. that it was five years ago and we've seen nothing from Grand Theft Auto since. I don't want to say that, but... But as far as a mainline GTA release, like Rockstar Studios are a global group now. Mm-hmm. They all work on one thing. Even though know, you got North and San Diego seemingly led Red Dead Redemption Two, and North led leads always leads GTA. Mm-hmm. But then all the other studios support that, and so I I my expectation is their next project will be Grand Theft Auto, but. They're probably, again, as a collective worldwide studio group, not going to be starting on it until now, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah, they'll have the Red Dead Online team uh, that continue that will work there. But, like, I got to figure, like, GTA 6, for all intents and purposes, will start on January 4th, 2019, when they all come back from a, 
from a holiday break. <laughs> a much needed yeah. vacation. Hopefully. And, yeah. and we probably won't see it for five years. That's, I mean, that's, again, this is purely my own speculation based on, you know, how Rockstar appears to be structured and how they work now. But yeah, it's going to be a while. So the whatever GTA 6 is, I guess it will comment on, you know, 2022, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever, whatever the world looks like well, in about four years, five years from now. Here's the thing. They also modernized GTA 5 for PC and modern consoles. So we have this phenomenal game that's all updated, 4K support and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, like just play GTA 5 for now in the interim while we're waiting for six. So we have GTA five, we have red dead. So yeah. like if red dead's not your thing, you still got five, you still got the PC community. If you're playing on that platform with all the crazy mods, like if you're a more advanced player looking for messing with your files and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah I wonder, tons to do. I wonder if, um, G- if GTA and red dead are going to kind of end up sort of like elder scrolls and fallout where wow. they're two kind of similar yeah. s- type games made by the same developer but but Different people ideas. tend to yeah like sort of really gravitate more towards one or the other not that they like love one and hate the other but like for me I play Fallout. I like Fallout, but I'm an Elder Scrolls okay. fan myself. Yeah, yeah. and let's, I, I'm let's sort of wondering. Fallout. I'm a Fallout. Fan. <laughs> <laughs> see, like I wonder if we'll sort of see that with with Rockstar, where it's like some people like just love Red Dead and they like GTA, but other people just love the faster pace and more yeah. density of of GTA. Yeah, and I'm a Fallout like, guy. Yeah. For sure. So there you yeah. go. But I, I'm a I'm a GTA and Red Dead guy. Like I like yeah, both I, equally. I kind of felt like that. I think there's room for both. Weirdly, like it, mm-hmm. when I got my hands on Red Dead, I didn't feel like oh I just need to go back to GTA immediately. Whereas when I started playing Elder Scrolls, I was like no I need to play Fallout. Like why am I playing yeah. this? Because I felt so similar. Whereas these still feel like they have their own identity. For sure. And not just in speed, but just how they play and the complexity of Red Dead too. I think is what's keeping me there and not feeling like well I should just be playing GTA. Yeah. So, so are we Fallout friends and you two are Skyrim, Skyrim bros? I think that's how it's I breaking down. Yeah. Wow. how we're doing this. All right. Even split. All right. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Let's go. All right, yeah. Channel 4 News team. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I mean, they're both ice cream, right? But one's chocolate, one's vanilla, I think. So like GTA and Red Dead are effectively not the same platform, but they're very similar. They're two different flavors, right? Whereas you have the fantasy or the post-apocalypse. Doesn't I'm, like this. I like where you're going with I'm this. Much, <laughs> I'm much like, is it lunchtime? I'm much more of a, I like ice cream. I think I'm hungry. I'm much more of a fantasy guy than a post-apocalypse guy. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, mm. I, I feel like Bethesda's series are closer together than yeah. GTA. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was getting at, um, too. Hopefully Starfield will, will maybe... Veer yeah, a little, Starfield, a little farther I'm, away. My interest yeah. is. Peaked. Almost forgot about that. Ooh, yeah. yeah, it's so exciting. Still a ways off. Wow. We'll see. Yeah. Next generation game. I hope Boop. it's more than just Elder Scrolls or Fallout in space. As you know? do I. Yeah. As do I. All right. Let's move on here. Uh, good news. If you also like to play games on PC, Xbox Game Pass is on its way to PC. Uh, Game Informer. Pardon me. Game Informer. Our friends over there reporting via Windows Central. Hat tip to both. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella mentioned it on a conference call for Microsoft's uh, 2019 Q1. You know, that's how their calendar, their year is set up uh, fiscally. They mentioned it, that it's the Game Pass will be on its way to PC. So this isn't a surprise, I don't think, given the the clear direction Mm -hmm. that Microsoft has been taking. But uh, nevertheless, this is is great news. I think this is... uh, 
just fits right in with xCloud and just everything else. Microsoft all play anywhere. It's kind of all initiative. coming together. Yeah. So exactly. it's not on PC already? Because like if I have Forza, I can play that on PC if I have Game Pass, right? Uh, so Or is it? I haven't tried it out yet. Yeah, essentially. Well, that's a play anywhere. I don't know if, yeah. if you can do that with through Game Pass. If you buy it, yeah. it's play anywhere. Okay. But I don't know if, I don't think for, if it's Game Pass, if you just have Forza through Game Pass, you can do I'm it I'm pretty PC. sure it's, it works. Hmm. I think because I, I did those so. benchmarks, but well, maybe I was maybe those first party. Account. But now, now yeah. all of Game Pass will do that. Okay, so what PC games can we look forward to with this edition? Is what I'm curious about. Well, I guess run run down the list and see what's. Uh, You've got yeah. Gears of War Tactics coming out. PC only. Um, uh, yes. so, as far as we yes. know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gears all right. Of good War start. Tactics That's is not okay. good start. <laughs> it's not the actual name, is it? Yeah. No. It's Gears Tactics. Gears Tactics. Okay. Yeah. Remember, the of war is gone now. That's right. It's just gears. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I'm just wondering, like, uh, if the Xbox thing does work, where I have it on Game Pass on my Xbox, and I'm able to play Forts on my PC. You know what? I could be totally wrong, so I'm just going to go We're try it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because just guessing right now, I'm just going to get a lot of mean comments. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess if that were the case, then you would need an Xbox to get a game on Game Pass that you can then play anywhere on your PC. Ah, there you go. And now yeah. you don't need the Xbox. Mm. Yeah. So mm. I, I, I believe that's, you know, sort of the, the difference there. Just catering to all audiences. It's an ecosystem, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it might, it might, okay. It might sound scary and doom and gloom that Microsoft isn't banking on the Xbox to be their their console, right? It's, it's, they're creating an ecosystem with multiple platforms. They're making Steam. Like since Play Anywhere, pla- uh, Microsoft has been a two-platformed, uh, you know, developer and publisher. So mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily need to rely on the Xbox the way that Sony, uh, you know, relies on the PS4 mm-hmm. for their, you know, to distribute their software. So you're you're right on the money. We got Steam. We got EA <clears throat> EA Origin. We got UPlay, and now we have the Xbox platform. Oh, there's so many more than that, though. But those are the big guys, right? Yeah, that I can think of off the top of my head, anyway. Yeah, Bethesda's yeah. getting in the market now. Yep. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're launching uh, Fallout PC and Bethesda's weird thing. Yeah. Battle, no. Battle.net. Yeah. Hmm. Battle.net. Yeah, that's another one. Been around for a while there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Play yeah, uh, more more places to play Xbox games. Uh, Battlefield Five, the Firestorm mode, their mm. battle royale, will not be out until March. EA releasing mm. a roadmap of content for Battlefield Five, and we are looking at March now for for that mode, which uh, cool. is probably going to be disappointing to some fans. I mean, the game was delayed from actually now; it was supposed to be out now until mm. uh, it's coming out November twentieth, I believe, is the date. And so I think a lot of fans had hoped, oh, well, hopefully Firestorm will launch just with the game then in that case. But that is not going to be how it goes. The uh, the wait will be until March. I think that's really smart. And whether or not it was a marketing thing or a, a development issue or not issue, but a development decision to delay to March for their their battle royale. It doesn't it, it, it can only help them, essentially. Because I'm curious to hear you explain that, yeah. Because I actually sort of see it potentially the other way. Maybe I'm just an inherent pessimist. I don't I, know. But. I think battle royale games are really the most, outside of maybe MOBAs and MMOs, are the most community driven genres in gaming right now, and they're driven a lot by word of mouth, uh, the streaming scene, mm-hmm. and um, you, you know you, the YouTube scene as well. Uh, so I think that 
with Blackout literally just coming out last month. Wait, it's still no, like it's, last it's, two weeks it's, ago. It's still October. Oh my god, yeah. this year is never going to end. <laughs> um, Tell me about it. With with Blackout just coming out, people are still really amped on and, that, and, and everyone's talking about it. There'll eventually be another Fortnite season or two uh, before. Uh, what is this Firestorm? Yeah. yeah. Um, before that comes out as well. So uh, you know, giving giving these these battle royale modes a chance to breathe, so that the player base is ready for something new when it comes out. I think is is it, it doesn't hurt. Uh, EA at all, and I think it could only help their mode. March is good. I think it's a little far out to be that far distance. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're trying. They're hoping that that increases that quarter sales for EA. That's probably a potential reasoning or a thought process going on there because it's coming out uh, well, March. But it's that- part of the. I mean, it's just part of their package of a game they're going to start selling this quarter. Yeah, but there'll be a, a renewed interest when That's that true. mode comes out, so the, it'll bolster the sales and and hopefully uh, Battlefield yeah, 5 d- does d- well. It'll help digital sales in Q1 for sure. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, uh, brain internet brain is definitely focused on Blackout right now for Battle Royale, and of course Fortnite still has that huge market share, and PUBG's trudging along, you know, they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. They have a lot, of, a lot of work though to compete with these this blackout's basically being called uh, refined PUBG by, yeah. by us. And there was that story that came out that it's really eating into PUBG's market share, essentially, or community share, I guess. <laughs> I, I haven't read that, but I, I, I should. I, I'll check it out. It was like yeah. blackout came out and there were more migration user migrations from mm. PUBG than there were from Fortnite. Mm. Oh, wow. So it's like, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, though. I think when you look at the similarities between those, more people yeah. it's an easier job. would yeah. go to Blackout yeah. versus the cartooniness and everything that Fortnite is, which is also free. So. How long until uh, Fortnite just literally gives you money for playing their game? <laughs> they're giving away, they have all these tournaments going on and they're just like, they're just going to give away a million dollars. Yeah, it's, it's happening regularly. I guess the, my, no, it's like every quarter <laughs> they've been giving away a ton of money. Yeah, my yeah. Uh, devil's advocate argument to this would be, what if waiting till March is just gives blackout time to completely cement itself in the community. And people are like, I have a community. I love this game. I don't want to pay $60 to jump over to another one. That's not how it works though for battle Royale games. I mean, Fortnite will be fatigue. Fortnite being the obvious exception because they do have seasons. There's fatigue in, but like Destin said, there's fatigue in battle Royale games where your audience wants to see you jump on the next new hot thing. That's not saying that Treyarch can't keep up with that. Like they can definitely keep developing and, Oh, of course. I'm not implying they that they won't. I totally yeah. agree. But like, you're on a track that ends when the next Call of Duty comes out, potentially. So, like, sure, like, we've talked about that at length before. That mm-hmm. that's potentially a huge issue for Blackout. But at the same time, I do agree that there could be the issue of like people getting latched onto this one and like being comfortable here, and then maybe trying Firestorm. But if it doesn't really instantly click, then they could just bounce back. Yeah. But, yeah. Firestorm and the Battlefield uh, world is different than Call of Duty. It's a more realist. Right, the, the pacing's super different. Yes, I think that's the, the thing different. that intrigues me most about um, Firestorm is because the time to kill and stuff and just everything with between Call of Duty and Battlefield is so different. Yeah. And I think that's, again, going to be one of those big defining factors that changes between players. A nuanced thing, yeah. for sure. Yeah, like Some people like how much faster Fortnite is uh, than PUBG, to a degree. you know. Mm. Um, and I think you're going to see shades of that as well. 
But everybody who streams Battle Royale games is going to check out Firestorm yep. when it comes out in March. Dr. Disrespect will be playing it again. He's played all the betas. And Ninja will jump in. Yeah. Shroud will jump in. Like, no matter, no matter doing whether or not you like the faster pace of Blackout or <laughs> sort of whatever Firestorm ends up being, mm-hmm. everyone's going to check it out. And those games live or die based on the community and word of mouth. So giving... I mean, giving giving that extra space to allow that fatigue and that staleness to set in with Blackout or Fortnite, if it's between seasons, I mean, that's that's only going to make uh, it's only going to create more interest for Firestorm yeah. next year. The marketing department of all those companies are talking to all the big streamers. They will be streaming those games. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what I'm trying to think of like what game is service game that isn't Battle Royale could potentially cannibalize some of that in thing. March. Anthem, Anthem, maybe. Anthem's January, right? The, no, it's, uh, the back, it's the back end of February. Is it February yes. 22nd? It's February it is. 22nd. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> like, like the headliner on February 22nd yeah. at the, the game festival that is February 22nd. Well, not, it's just a different They're starting crowd. to move games off that date now. I don't think nice. Anthem's like an adrenaline pumping game. It's a totally way that agree. Battle Royales are. So it's a different crowd. I don't think they'll cannibalize one. Another. I totally agree, especially because there's no PvP in that game right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, or announced. Uh, but I uh, I do think that, you know, New content is new content, and the streaming community and the YouTube community is going to pick up Anthem, at least for a while. But yeah. when Firestorm comes out, they're going to jump over there. Yeah. All right. So we'll see. Uh, we'll keep an eye out for that. In March, a few other just quick things this week. Shout out Alan Wake. We'll be back on the uh, for sale on the Xbox Marketplace soon. It's backwards compatible. It's already returned on Steam. They had a uh, music licensing issue that caused it to the, to be uh, not available for sale anymore. It's back. Do you know what license it was? Yeah, yeah what song? I don't was remember it? off the top of my head, but Ice Ice Baby's in the game, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it made me happy that Alan Wake will be available for everyone again. This is a. Uh, I'm glad Alana's not here to argue with me that it's not a good game because it is a great game, and I encourage everybody to play it. You know, it's it's a it's a good long single player game too. I yeah. mean, I th- it's a good 15 to 20 hour game. Spooky. It is not short. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's so well paced. The atmosphere is so good. <gasps> Spooky jump. The story You're watching great. the video. Yeah, yeah. I haven't actually looked at Alan Wake <laughs> gameplay footage in years. So this is, yeah. this is pretty <gasps> spooky. <gasps> It's a Halloween episode. You're not everybody. helping the audio look <laughs> right Halloween now. Skirt. Oh, I I okay. I'll narrate. Somebody just swung at Alan. He dodged. The shadow we've anyway. No, we just uh, it's very blurry. love Alan Wake. It's it's probably it, it is possibly the cult classiciest game in the first party Xbox library. It might hold that title. Uh, so always love to give it some love whenever possible, and this is a good opportunity to do it. Uh, it still looks it. good, man. It, it does actually. It holds yeah. up. It's holding up really well as we watch some video of it here uh, from the good. fact that it was gosh almost what ten years ago, I guess, right mm-hmm. around there. So. Go uh, if you've never played it, you'll be able to buy it once again on the Xbox Store, the digital storefront, very soon. Probably for pretty cheap. It's super cheap on Steam right now, so hopefully when it hits gets back to Xbox, it'll also be uh, be relatively low cost. Jump Force, that game's uh, probably going to be a big deal in the fighting game community. <laughs> <That's> and, <laughs> I'm the wrong guy to. <laughs> I'm the wrong guy to ask about Jump Force. Miranda, Miranda. <laughs> I'm really excited that Rukia's in it. And Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, yeah. Me too. That's going to be cool. The art looks real weird. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how it plays. I like Goku. He's in He's there. in that game, yeah. yes. I don't know anything. Can you name another character? <laughs> blue, blue Eyes White Dragon? Anyway. That's for Kaiba. The, the guy Kaiba, with the straw hat 
in the red shirt? <sighs> His name's Luffy. Luffy. Anyway. Frieza. Naruto. <laughs> oh, God. Let's, let's keep moving. <laughs> Bleach? February 15th, it's out. <laughs> Attack, on, me. Attack on Titan Man. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out then if you're interested. And also, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> in, uh, on the release date Princess from Mononoke. Team Sonic Racing, the uh, Sonic Mario Kart clone, <laughs> is out May 21st, so... Um, that's a ways out, so you've got some time to, to save up your money for it. <laughs> I don't even know Sonic what you're saying right now. I'm still laughing. <laughs> it's fine. We're just lambasting Avatar. anime. It's not fair at all. And finally, <laughs> tired. How could you guys? this week, Games with Gold for November got announced right before we recorded for once instead of right after. Yay! Thanks, Microsoft. Yay! Oh, every time. And here they are. <laughs> the Games with Gold for November. You've got Battlefield 1, November 1st to 30th. That is I, awesome. It's a good what game. a coincidence. <laughs> I can't imagine that that was planned at all. Mm. Probably not. <laughs> it was planned. Uh, Battlefield 1, all month long. Race the Sun. So this looks cool, but I have no idea what it is. Nor do I. I've it's never heard of it. November 16th through December 15th. So now's your chance to just download it and give it a try. Oh, I, I always do. <laughs> The original Assassin's Creed, Destin. And I am happy about this because I don't need to take out my disc anymore when I need to play the game. <laughs> that is uh, November 1st to the 15th. That's a backwards compatible 360 so title. I actually thought this was a mistake. I thought it was Assassin's Creed colon. And then I was like, oh, he forgot He forgot to put what game it is. Brotherhood. Assassin's Creed November. <laughs> Not realizing that it's the original Assassin's Creed. There you go. And uh, I'm excited about this one. Talking about cult classics, Dante's Inferno. Yeah, it's good. November sixteenth to the thirtieth. Okay, so like this a, game, this game gets got a, a lot of hate, and I don't totally understand it because yeah, it's cheesy and a little over the top. But like the level design in that game is fantastic. Mm. Like walking through the different layers of hell, they're all thematic. It's a, it's a Devil May Cry type esque, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair to say. Um, yeah, yeah, it feels like there was the, this was their take on God of War, Devil May Cry back before God of War was what it is now. Um, but the level design in that game is fantastic. Like, you're walking through greed. Like, the, you walk through levels based on the... the yeah, the circles of hell. Seven deadly sins and the different circles of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the one through greed, like, the the walls are molten gold, and, and the one of lust is, is like, there's just a bunch of boobies wieners. on the wall. And oh, wieners. Worse. And, yeah. <laughs> it's just, there might be a wiener. Wieners just if that's so? wieners no. is way worse. If you have an aversion to dongs, do not play <laughs> through to the end of the game. A dong version? <laughs> this is your dong warning. It's the final boss. The end of the game has a very prominent dong. <laughs> dong. It's the, the final dong down? <laughs> yes. Yes. It is a dong off for sure. Um, if you've well. seen... <laughs> If you've seen, I've finished ding, the game. When, they, when you beat the game, do you do you just sit on your couch and go ding dong? The dong is dead. Yeah, you do. It's actually required. <laughs> you got to uh, do There's it. an achievement called ding dong. The dong is. De- it's not true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, now so there ju- should be. Just heads up. Some some light nudity Crazy. and a big old dong. light nudity. Come on. Not <laughs> when you're going to hell. <laughs> what do you expect? God damn it. <laughs> I'm really anyway. glad only you are. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for enlightening us on Dante's Inferno. You're welcome. Great game. Decided to play that one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Dong out of so You could say it's a, it's, it's a good game to dick around with. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, It's not too hard, but sometimes you feel like you get the shaft. <laughs> okay. How about All right, bye, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And we're all set with the news for this week. We did it, you guys. Quickly, the loot box, (laughs) our random segment. 
You never know what you're going to get, such as that last yeah. the last five I minutes. I think that should podcast. be in the loot box. Probably not. A Probably. <laughs> What's in the box? Don't look. <laughs> oh man. Unless you really want to. Dong in a box. <laughs> I can't remember the last time we were this appropriate, but I think it was the yeah. uh, the uh, inside sex toy. Oh we, yeah, we had some we had some good. That stuff we still there. don't know if it. It's we're supposed to get it. I believe it's due out in. We're getting April? it. Yeah, yeah. he bought one. With company money, I'd like to point <laughs> that out. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's not. I didn't buy it myself. It's $400. Did Pear sign up on this? Yes, he did. Oh, good. I Why? specifically got pre approval. <laughs> At least we can pass it up, pass the buck up the chain. Box. It's weird. So we will, it'll be here when it's available. Great. We'll see what it is. <laughs> we'll see what the deal is on that. It's a big fleshy. Tune box. into Unlocked in 2019 for fun and surprises. Don't, don't say it like that. <laughs> don't say it like that. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be weird. Right? Yeah. It'll be totally it's so weird. weird. Super duper weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, our, our loot box <laughs> this week, uh, taking a random, it uh, turns out anonymous question. The person didn't sign off their name and their email. So uh, just, a, you know, yeah. It's anonymous. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's an evergreen kind of question, but it's still fun. We'll just go around real quick. Favorite game of all game of all time, guys. Just uh, people like to kind of get to know where we yeah. come from, what our gaming history is. Can you pick one? Oh, number one? I can't pick one. I can name a few. Fallout 3, Super Mario RPG, A Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo. Um, Yeah, Mass Effect, of course, is on that list. And which one are you? Which Mass Effect are you again? The original. The first one. I really like the story of Saren, Shepard. Yes. And uh, it's one of the best stories they've told, I think, in the Mass Effect universe. And... um, yeah, so those are a few off the top of my head that are Desert Island, one game. That's all you can play for you're stuck there for the rest of your life. Uh Don't what's it gonna be? <laughs> Something with online so I can get help. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. That's such a good answer. Des- Destiny two, so I can Close. be like, please help me. <laughs> Guys at IGN, I know you're playing Brian Malkowitz. <laughs> Hello? Pwn Master 42? Can, are you there? Can you hear me? Get I Brian Malkowitz. Shut up. I know he's on his laptop. <laughs> You're like, you're going to get a squeaker on the other end. <laughs> Bong Ripper you. 420, I need your help. Yeah. I am trapped on a desert island <laughs> oh, with an yeah. Xbox One X and, yeah. a, and a copy of Destiny 2 and nothing else. <laughs> was Desert Island game something uh, huge like a, like a GTA or a Red Dead or yeah. a Fallout 3? Something like that. But I, I can't pick one. I know mine. Yeah. Miranda, know, go ahead. Oh, I know my favorite and my Desert okay, Island good. game. So my favorite game is Undertale. Um, but if I'm going to, like, that's my number one. But if I can list off things, it's going to have, um, I think Halo Combat Evolved. I think I just, oh. it's between that or Halo 3, and it's just really hard for me. Yeah. So I think Combat Evolved. And uh, Dota 2, the Mass Effect Trilogy, I'm not picking oh, one. Oh, cheating. They are Pop a out. bundle. If I pick one, it's going to be Mass Effect 3. Disappointed. Um, Mass Effect 3 is your favorite. Yeah. Oh, okay. There that's you go. weird. It's not, not, yeah. not a common pick. Yeah. Um, then I also love Modern Warfare 2 and Bioshock. Fantastic. Yeah. Brandon, what do you say? Mine's mine's a weird one. It's uh, n- not many people know of it. it. My favorite game of all time is uh, Ogre Battle: March of the Black Queen. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> just, yeah. I looked, just crickets in I the room. That yeah. up some, I I feel like I've heard that before. But yeah. No. Well, it's funny when I fir- my first day. Is that here, a strategy game? It is. Yeah. 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 My so. my first day at IGN, Sam Claiborne, managing editor, then was like, well, "All right, what's your favorite game?" Like he does for everyone when they start. And the entire con- the entire content pit was looking at me, and I'm like, "Oh, it's Ogre Battle March of the Black Queen," <laughs> and everyone's just like, 
Ah, oh. <laughs> okay. We've except, made a terrible decision. Except for Jared Petty. And no, Jared, that's who told me about it. Jared, Jared Petty was like, oh, Jared, yeah, I love that game. <laughs> that's not Jared's voice, but um, that game is great. Can it be his voice? It's a strategy <laughs> game, but it's also a fantasy game, and there's so many variables and different avenues you can take, like total mm. characters you never meet. You, you unlock islands by talking to a monk on this tiny temple on this island at exactly at midnight on this day of the month, so... There's a lot of cool little secrets and fantasy stuff. And that game, for me, personally, uh, came along at like a, a rough patch in my childhood. And so I was able to pour, just pour myself into that yeah. game. And oh, so, so over two summers, that game will forever be like what got me through that period. So of is, th- is that your Desert Island game as well, you think? I don't know. I don't know because I've played it so many times. I've, I've, forgotten, I've forgotten a lot of it now. Yeah. But so, so maybe some of it would be new. But like I also love the old uh, square by square. Like, I have the Beholder for the SNES was one of my other favorite. It's like a, an old D and D game. Yeah. Um, so dude, stuff like that. I don't know if I'd go retro or new. Like I want something with a lot of replayability. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, Desert Island's weird because like if I were to pick one, it'd just be The Sims, probably two. Like because it can't be. So yeah, much. you can't argue with, with all that. Ex- just with all expansions. Right. Everything. That's fair. Be fine. That's fair. We'll allow that. Yeah, yeah. For me, I mean, it's it's same thing. Like. I just could never pick one game. Like I've been, man, you yeah. guys are all full of. Well, but I've been gaming here. for so. It's really hard. No, it's really hard until you find like that one that just you just clicks with you. Like I mean, that. there are solitaire. Yeah, for me, there are the there are the. I would just <laughs> say like, in some way or another, I don't. You know, I, I mean this within the context of video games, but like life changing games that yeah. just like paradigm shift kind of thing. Yeah. For me, I mean. Uh, Super Mario Brothers three was was that yeah uh, the original Doom. Was that and I? I mean, I still love both of those games. Could you play that for the rest of your life, though? Is the question. Well, that's not necessarily what your favorite game is, though. No, a Desert Island game. Sure, yeah, I haven't but gotten there. Favorite. Yeah, uh, Halo Two, because the mm. if I could, if if uh, heaven ends up being like you just get to live in the perfect moment. I'm with Forever. you. I love this analogy. Come on, uh, give like it to if, me. If that, then, then I could just be in that moment where everyone's playing Halo Two. Oh, and oh yeah. playing, and that's and and it's just like it's the thing. Like basically, it's it's fall of two thousand four. It's yeah. November, December two thousand four. Um, that would be great because then I would well, actually no because I need I need we need the expansion the the map. <laughs> so maybe it has to be like fall of two thousand five. <laughs> At that point. Heaven is a very specific <laughs> date and time. <laughs> well, give me a break. <laughs> no, uh, you know, because those maps, those extra 11 maps were so good. What was that construction yeah. map in Halo 2? The uh, one one with, like, the high-rise in the center? Oh, uh, dang it. it yeah, that one. Yeah, you're putting... Yes. I, it's right in there somewhere. Construction zone or whatever. No, I know uh, what you're talking about. My, my favorite, my, my heaven moment in Halo 2 would be that map when I'm in the Banshee yeah. uh, on one flag CTF. Yeah, that's so. Uh, yeah, Halo Two and um, uh, same thing with like going back and to live in the moment of time. Uh, with it would probably be Rock Band Two, just because oh, that's what, yeah, uh, yeah, like just that pocket of time. Uh, but yeah, d- like Desert Island, and actually, I would say G- GTA Three and Five are both on the list for me. I like those uh, specific GTAs the most, but. Yeah, I actually think Doom One would probably be the Desert Island game. Like you could, could you could replay that over and over. This, the campaign itself, but and also, but then Deathmatch too. Like Deathmatch is so good. You don't have an internet connection on a Desert Island. He got one. I well, okay, yeah, that's an oversight on I'm our not part. Even that, hey, actually, I don't even need an internet connection. It's Bots? just it's just modem. 
It's just a peer-to-peer <laughs> modem connection. Oh. It's what world are you internet. stuck on a desert island with an Ethernet cable, though? <laughs> you know what? I'm done talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to think practically here. Well, that's all out the window. Yeah. So that's all our cop-out answers, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I gave uh, real answers. Fair, fair. You, you gave three answers. answers. <laughs> yeah, I gave my number one. Then I said, because Destin got to do a list, I'm just going to stuff a few other things I love. <laughs> there, it's we really did it. hard. Uh, if you have suggestions. We all need to talk after this. Yeah, I know. Okay. We'll, we'll, our ne- ne- we'll down the rules. I don't know. The, the, the wilderness is calling me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, uh, if you have an idea for loot box, like a question you want to ask I us really or like a topic. This question. Yeah, yes, just, just send it in. Unlocked at IGN.com. Uh, and now, real quick, real quick trivia because we're about out of time. David from Tempe, Arizona, his gamer tag is Naughty Zoot. Shout out Tempe, Arizona. That's where I went to college. Sun Devils represent. Uh, David asks In 2003, LucasArts put out a, a third person shooter by the name of Armed and Dangerous. It's a pretty well liked game for the original Xbox. In that game, the player is armed with a wide array of completely absurd weapons. Which of these items was not in the game? So three of these were. Was there a miniature black hole gun, a gun that shoots land sharks, a flatulence bomb, or a device that reverses gravity? What is the fake item on that list? Destin thinks he knows it, so I want to go uh, Brandon's way first. Okay, Miranda's way first. I don't know. I have zero clue. I'm going to go with B. Okay, gun that shoots land sharks. Brandon, you're next. Damn it. Uh, okay, I have no idea either, so I'm going to narrow down based on parameters that I think would apply, which is 2003. I feel like reversing gravity in a video game might be more difficult than the flatulence bomb, the black hole, or the land shark. So I'm going to go D, final okay. answer. It's an interesting uh, strategy on that. Okay, they're, they're both wrong. The land shark gun was first introduced in Armored Dangerous, actually. Yeah, it was it, real. And oh. it, it came back later in Saints Row as like a downloadable yeah. uh, add on. First of all, I don't like your attitude. Like, I don't uh, think they could actually come out because I was worried. I was like, well, could they just keep producing all the sharks? Like, would that be too taxing? But I don't really know. Uh, yeah, I guess they were low poly or something. But it, yeah. it was a really, really cool weapon implemented in that game. Uh, the device that reverses gravity that was in the game, you would put something in the ground, it would turn the whole world upside down, then all the players would fall off the map. I had no it, it was really, really unique. Now, what I'm struggling with is I don't remember if the one not in the game was the mini black hole or the flatulence bomb. The flatulence bomb seems a little too on the nose. I don't know, because the word absurd tells me. Yeah, flatulence so is on the table. I'm leaning, it's either A or C, and I just can't remember which one I didn't use. Like, were there fart sound effects in the game? Because it was really goofy in nature. Yeah, uh, I, I think fart bomb's probably on the table, man. Yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 you are goading me towards A. Although, that bla- was what, yeah. that's what I was We've, yeah. we've seen black holes in video games. Like, yeah, so weapons. I'm going to go A, Ryan. A, Ryan? <laughs> nah, it was the fat, flatulence It was bomb. the flatulence. It's too there. on the nose, right? <laughs> I, uh, phrasing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, you tricked um, me. I had no oh, idea. No. David, <laughs> David from Tempe, Arizona, stumped the panel. Very well done, David. I don't nice. have to make any changes. Never to listening to my nicely done. David. So uh, we've got Brandon at 11, has uh, narrowly surpassed the ghost of Alana at 10. Miranda, still technically in the game at 7. I want to see you Woo. make a run here. I have to be on the show more often. <laughs> yes, that would be That'll good. Help. That would be good. Uh, if you want to try and stump everybody, send your Xbox trivia question, including four multiple, multiple choice answers, and note the correct one in your email. Send that to unlocked at IGN.com, and we'll play next week. We've got 
I don't know, six, seven more shows, something like that. Eight minus Christmas week. Something like that. Seven. So, yeah. Six or seven. We're getting there. Thank you, David, for bringing up a phenomenal game with a lot of interesting weaponry. I used to do the series The Armory, and yeah. uh, Armed and Dangerous was like three of the weapons were on my list because oh. it was it was really, really interesting from what they LucasArts was able to do with that property. Yeah. It's a good so, game. Yeah. What was the list? Just like Coolest Weapons? I did a hundred episode series about cool weapons in video games. That's nice. Yeah, it was called The Armory. Game. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Cerebral Boar. That was number five or something that I did, yeah. Sorry, I know you're trying to wrap it up. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's uh, let's end this charade uh, and and go back to 1899. Yep. And have a serious talk about what Desert Island means. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, if you also play, on, uh, play Nintendo Switch, I just reviewed Diablo 3 for Switch. It's called the Diablo 3 Eternal Collection, uh, which is basically it's just Diablo 3 with everything that's ever been added to it turned out really good. The game's cool. still great. Does that package come with Rise of the Necromancer? Yes. Oh, it's perfect. everything okay. that's ever been released for Diablo 3, and now well, you can play it wherever you want. So check out my review on IGN for that. Uh, Destin. Yeah, follow me on Twitter, at Destin Legary, and you can watch me on Fireteam Chat every Friday at 5 p.m. Bam! I'm out, Internet. Oh, wow. <laughs> sorry, okay. sorry, headphone wears. Went both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone, too loud. someone at home me. is calling the emergency room right now with two <laughs> ruptured eardrums. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brandon Tyrell, just my name. Uh, that's where I go and sometimes tweet. Fantastic. Miranda, take us home. Oh, you can find me at Havoc Rose on Havoc with a K, pretty much anywhere, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you're looking. Um, yes, please just check out the Red Dead Wiki. That's our massive undertaking. Put so much time into it. So if we're missing something, let us know, and I'd really appreciate it. Fantastic. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Dong. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.